Shalom. The Nigel Nation Episode. Soto Brotherhood, Rugrat Way, Rugrat Empire, all the above. I've been making a whole lot of different podcasts, IGTV videos. I'm on the road a lot, man. And it's a whole lot of whole lot of stuff going on right now. And not necessarily a whole lot of stuff that's necessarily a big problem or, or that I consider a huge problem. The main problem that I see is not any action that we're taking, but the lack of action that we seem to take as a nation, that we seem to think is, is, is palpable as a nation, that we seem to think is going to get us where we want to be as a nation. We we keep tending to think that, that another nation is going to save us, or we keep tending to think that America is supposed to be the righteous, or, or America is supposed to be is supposed to be this um this great beacon of light and hope around the world. And that's Israel's job. And that's a nation that we let fall and a nation that we haven't picked back up yet. So now for us to expect another nation who was never meant for this, who was never built for this, who never had the intention, the most high God never had the intention of teaching the world righteousness. We want them to somehow now become righteous, even though we're not capable right now of teaching them righteousness. Just like Paul asked Ethiopian on the Damascus Road, he said, listen, do you know what you read? And the man said, how should I know unless a man teach me? We were given the oracles of God. So if we were given the oracles of God, we now have a responsibility to teach the rest of the earth those oracles because no one else can understand them without us teaching them to them first. So the reason that the earth is in this unrighteous state that it's in now is not all because of Esau. It's not all because of Elam or whatever you want to blame it on. It's because of you. It's because we failed in our mission. It's because of us and our forefathers. We failed in our mission in the earth. It's not the other way around. We tend to blame it on all the other nations, all the unrighteousness and wickedness going on in the world, but they don't know any better. You know better. You were taught better as a nation. You were given more. They weren't given as much as you. You were given more than they were given as a nation. But you took it for naught. You threw it and you failed and you gave your pearls to the swine. And then you ran with the swine. And then you ate the swine. See, we as a people have to get to the point where we understand that everything that goes wrong in the earth is our fault. Why? Because it's ours. If we're going to claim dominion over the earth, if we're going to say we're the greatest nation on the face of the earth, then we have a requirement to actually fix the earth. If the earth is yours, you can't leave it in this state. The Most High God is the property manager. He's the tax assessor. So when he comes to your property and it's in disarray, guess what he's going to do? They're going to take the property. So we as the people must understand that this is an impossibility. For us to sit around and say, is this person's fault, is this person's fault, is this person's fault, and not take any action of our own. Because if we refuse to take action of our own, no one is going to take action. Because Not because they don't want to be righteous, because they don't know how to be righteous. They don't know what righteousness is. They don't know what our form of righteousness is. They can't understand the scriptures the way we can understand the scriptures. They can get a small portion of it on a small scale, but on a large scale... They cannot understand the scriptures the way that we understand the scriptures. We have a requirement to build a nation. We have a requirement to put the earth on our dominion. It's not an option. It's not a maybe. It's not a kind of. It's a requirement. It's a do it or die. That's our repent. That's how we turn away from our sinful ways. By showing the rest of the earth how to be righteous. But in order to show the rest of the earth how to be righteous, what must we do first? We must become righteous ourselves. 
we must ourselves stop the whoredom in our own communities. Stop the whoremongering in our own communities. Get rid of the jokers in our own communities. Get rid of the child molesters in our own communities. Get rid of the thieves in our own communities. Get rid of the liars in our own communities, the ones who bear false witness against their brother. If we cannot rule ourselves, how can we rule the earth? If we cannot rid ourselves of individuals who are not capable of living the lifestyle that they must live in order to be a part of this great nation, then how can we expect the rest of the world to live up to those standards? If we're not living up to those standards that we've set for ourselves. We must set the standard. We must raise the flag. We keep thinking that Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, hell, even Donald Trump and Mike Pence is going to save you. I went on this on Instagram Live. I got a lot of different stocks and a lot of different companies. And most of them, at some point, they give you the option. And my vote don't count for a whole lot because I, I, I don't got a whole lot of stock. I got a little bit of stock in a lot of different companies. When I go to vote on board decisions, on company decisions, or on pay raises for the CEO, whatever I'm voting on a new CEO, I do not go into that vote thinking, is this policy good? Do, 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 do this CEO like black people? Do I think this CEO likes me? Do I think this CEO is a good guy? Is he immense? I could care less. The one thing that I care about when I'm voting those decisions is who is going to make the company more profitable. Why? Because I can take the profit that I make from that company. I can go buy land or whatever I need to do, whatever I need to do for my people. It gives me resources to help my people. And so we in America, and we tend to look at America as if it was Israel. And no offense to my brothers and sisters that say this, because I got something real close to me that say it. They say, listen, Deuteronomy 17 and 4 tells us that we can't put anybody over Israel that isn't Israel. I'm not voting for the king of Israel. I'm voting for the CEO of the American Corporation. I'm not saying anybody over Israel. Israel has a king. His name is Christ. Yeshaya Hamashiach. Yahweh Hamashiach. Jesus the Christ. Whatever you want to call him. The first begotten son of the Most High God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We must begin to treat America like a corporation. Because the only good thing this place can produce is resources so you can go somewhere else and produce a nation for your people. You can go somewhere else and help your people, or you can help your people that's currently in this place. But the fact that we continuously sit around and yell that we're the greatest nation on the face of the earth while doing nothing to prove it. The fact that we sit around all day and say, I'm put this nation under dominion, and this nation under dominion, and this nation wicked as hell, and this nation wicked as hell, and don't sit back and realize, hey, the reason all these nations wicked as hell is because you wicked as hell. The reason that every nation on the face of the earth has the opportunity and the ability to be wicked as hell is because we were wicked as hell as a people. That's something that we do not want to admit for the life of us. We do not want to admit that, hey, 
it may be our fault that our people are in this situation, that the world is in this situation that we're currently in. Not, not even to mention our people. It may be something that we have to repent and lament for and change before the earth can ever go back to a righteous state. Why? Because there's no righteous leaders right now. There's no rulership you can place on the earth that's righteous. There's not one nation who you can say if they were the most powerful, the currently established nation, that you say that we put this nation in charge, the earth will be righteous. Not one. That's why we must establish that nation. And then the most high God can give that nation dominance. So that the earth can be righteous through that nation. But while we have not even an inkling of what righteousness is, we cannot expect other nations to be righteous. Why? Because it's our job to teach it to them. And we haven't been righteous for a very long time. Politically, we are children. We are orphans. We cannot look at the picture as a whole and say, hey, man, let me, let me think about this and let me kind of decide what I think is actually better for my people. We make all of our decisions off emotions. We are an emotional people. Our men are effeminate. But see, that's what they planned. I always told people when Obama was president. I said, man, it will not stop. And I'm talking about I'm in anywhere between fifth and twelfth grade, right? And the whole time, well, not fifth, between eighth and twelfth grade when I started saying this. It won't stop at gay marriage. It won't stop at abortion in the, within the first two weeks of the pregnancy. It won't stop there. It's going to go much, much further. And that's what you're seeing now. Their plan was to make every black male in America one of three things. Effeminate, one of four things. Effeminate, homosexual, dead or in jail. Your so-called president-elect, so-called, Joe Biden wrote 88 crack laws that said, listen, Joe Biden knew that his family did cocaine, so he said, let me make sure I don't lock my own family up. But them Negroes that do crack down there in the inner city that we put down there, make sure you give them damn near double the time that my family get for doing cocaine, even though you make crack out of cocaine with something that you buy from the damn store, the grocery store. But make sure you lock them Negroes up twice as long as you lock my family up for doing cocaine. Then he went on six years later in 1994 and passed what's called the crime bill. The crime bill is what took us from one in four black men incarcerated about 25% to one in three black men incarcerated. Right now we're seeing the 34, almost 35% of the black males in America incarcerated today. And this is because of a bill passed by Joe Biden in 1994 and another bill passed by Joe Biden in 88. Not only that, your so-called vice president-elect, Ms. Kamala Harris, the one who said she was the first Indian senator elected, never said nothing about being blackly black black until she realized she would need the black vote to win the presidency. And still didn't win the presidency, so now she needs the black vote to win the vice presidency. She enforced these wicked-ass laws that Joe Biden put into place. And actually wrote a letter to the Supreme Court of California that said, hey, listen, I know we're supposed to be letting nonviolent offenders out of prison, but I can't let them out because I need them to, 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 to Miss Kalama Harris said that she couldn't let our people out of jail for these nonviolent offenses for smoking weed, even though she went on the breakfast club and said she smoked weed. She couldn't let my people out of jail. Why? 
because she needed them to fight forest fires for two dollars an hour. Even though when she let my people out, they couldn't go be firefighters because they got a criminal record. And this is the wickedness that my people tend to vote for. This is the wickedness that my people tend to want in their lives. This is my wickedness and the wickedness that my people seem to want to rule over them. And ask no questions. Not to run a corporation, to rule over them. The same two that said you should be able to have an abortion, one of them, both of them actually said you should be able to have an abortion up until the third trimester of pregnancy. That means it's a six to nine month old baby that you should be able to abort if that's the woman's choice. That's what Colin Harris and Joe Biden said. Colin Harris took it a step further and said that you should be able to have abortions after, after the baby's actually born. So that's not an abortion, that's murder. And that's what the person who you decided should rule over you That's what my people decided that the person that rules over them, that's the type of morals that my people expect they should have. And this is the question that we get all the time from my marvelous Christians on Facebook, from my Sunday church going Christians that swear they love God. This is the question that you get. Not, not to me personally, but just to Facebook in general. This is the question they ask. Why? Why, God? Why did you let coronavirus come? Why do we have 100 hurricanes this year? Why? Why, God? Why is California on fire? Why? Why are we having all these disruptions all over the world? Why are all these volcanoes going off? Why are all these earthquakes happening in the middle of nowhere where they've never had an earthquake before? Because you're expecting God to show up in a land where, that he has been removed from. His people, his, his people who are supposed to be his people, right? Christians, which should mean follower of Christ. These people are now saying, hey, listen, forget what God said. I know God said that you shouldn't murder, but I believe it's a woman's choice to choose. I know, I know what God said about gay marriage, but I think God, I think, I think God loves everybody and love is love. I think, you know, God, the Bible isn't a literal book. It's just, no, 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 no. You don't get to decide what parts of the Most High God you want to deal with. If you deal with the whole of my most high God, or you don't deal with him at all. You don't get to pick out and say, hey, I'll let you murder your baby, but then I still say thou shalt not kill. But you expect me to listen to what you're talking about. You expect me to go in your church and respect what you say. But I read the scripture and I see the scripture says thou shalt not kill. But then you get in the pulpit on Sunday and you start talking about Joe Biden and oh, he won, he won. I'm so happy he won. Even though he authorizes the killings of children. He authorizes sacrificing kids unto Molech, unto that fire. He authorizes this. But instead of getting to the point where we say as a people, hey, we won't deal with this anymore. Hey, we're going back to serve our God. We're going to be righteous. Instead of doing this as people, you know what we do? We go with the flow. And I'm going to tell you where it all stems from. It all stems from 1960. It stems from 1960. And pre-1940 to 1960. Now, what you mean? What you mean it comes from the 1940s, 1950s, 1960s? This is what the Nazi mean. 
1950s, 1960s, black people are going through what's called what the civil rights movement, which is already a mistake because you're expecting the country to admit its own wrongs that it would have to pay for. Not going to do that. You have to deal with international human rights violations, which is what Malcolm X started doing and knocked them off, which is what MLK started doing and knocked them off, which is what uh, Marcus Garvey was doing when they decided to send him out of the country and they never let, never let him come back, and which is what Stokely Carmichael was doing when they kicked him out said he couldn't come back. But every other group in the country saw, hey, man, these people got some power behind them. Because at the time, we were almost a righteous people. We were pretty close. We weren't too far off. They said, hey, man, these people got some power behind them. We need to link up with them on our goals. Right? We think women should be able to act like men. So we're going to hook up this feminist movement to this black civil rights movement because we know these black folks can get a little something done. Hey, on top of that, we're going to disgrace that God even more. We're going to say, hey, man, we're going to try to change. The legal, the, the biblical definition of marriage is what we're going to try to do by, by way of changing the legal definition of marriage. So we're going to link this LGBT crew movement up to the civil rights movement as well. We're going to hook women's suffrage up. We're going to hook LGBT up. We're going to hook whatever we want to hook up to the civil rights movement. And we're going to try to get that done. And I don't really care if they get that movement done or not. But we as black people were so loving, right? You see, yeah, come on, everybody join up instead of focusing on what our mission should have been. Ice Cube posted a cool picture the other day. He said, man, in 1960, civil rights bill was passed. Black America owned 0.5% of the country. 2020, 80 years later, black people own 0.5% of the country. What the hell changed? You go all the way back to slavery. Black people own 0.5% of the country. Now, Black people own 0.5% of the country. What's changed? Absolutely nothing, but us as the people can't see that. We keep falling for the trap over and over again. We keep going for the okie doke over and over again. Instead of sitting at the table and saying, hey, man, listen, you have to give us something tangible for us to vote for you. I mean, right now, you got to give us something tangible. You got to give us a guarantee of what we're going to get out of your administration. If you don't give us that, we got to know we, we can we can get you recalled because we can go partner with the other side and we can recall you from your position. So we're going to make sure that you give us whatever we want. And that's why we're going to vote for you, because we got enough votes in this country to swing the votes for the leader of this corporation, not for our leader in morality. Not for the leader of our nation, for the leader of the American corporation. This is a godless country. But you want to ask where God is, but you don't ever want to ask for God in any other situation. In any other situation, you don't want to ask for God. In any other situation, you want to lean to your own understanding, to the understanding of men, to the understanding of your so-called politicians. If they say killing babies is okay, then it must be okay if they call that women's rights. If they call you being a whore okay, then you can be a whore. If they say our women wear revealing clothing is okay, then it's okay. And then we want to yell about the oversexualization of black women. When black women oversexualize themselves, they call each other bitches. They call each other hoes. But then you expect us to go out and defend you against other men around the world. How? 
when they listen to a song, wet and good shit. This that wet ass. Yeah, y'all, that is bullshit. Excuse my language. But then you want the black man to be some type of defender against what? Somebody who can't even defend that? Who don't want to defend themselves with all due respect? That's not, that's not talking to the daughter of Sarah. I know y'all are some righteous, wholesome women. I'm talking to the rest of them. And I mean the men too. You a whoremonger. And you brag about being a whoremonger. You try to brag about how many hoes you got. But then when you got 17 baby mamas, it's their fault. Oh, my baby mama tripping. Oh, my baby mama tripping. No, nigga, you tripping. You tripping, you the man. It's your job to set the standard, to set the example, to be the ruler, to be the head of the household. But because you won't do it, she goes to folly, and your children do too. And now you got a whole nation that's going to folly. That's for my people. Women rule over them and children are they oppressing. But no one will speak these truths to power. Why? Because they're afraid of the backlash. They're afraid if they speak against this feminist movement. Oh, is going to say I hate women? I love women. I think women got a whole lot of power. But no power over a man. They got no power to do what a man can do. Just like a man has no power to do what a woman can do. You don't need two things that are the same to go together. That's stupid. You need two things that are different. The two puzzle pieces that you put together do not look the fucking same. Excuse my language once again. But they don't look the same. We must have a righteous nation built and we must have it built soon. Because if we don't, our people are going to keep going to folly. They're going to keep going to folly and keep going to folly and keep giving in and keep giving up. Keep being wicked as hell. We must change. We must understand that whoredom is not okay. That whoremongering is not okay. That boasting and bragging about homosexuality is not okay. That cutting your penis off is not okay. That adding the penis to your body. It's not okay. Taking hormones to change your sex is not okay. Not according to our standards of righteousness. And we have to set our own standards of righteousness. Not the standards of righteousness of this wicked ass nation. We must set our own standards. We must decide what is righteous. And if we don't, we can't expect the rest of the world to ever be righteous. And we can't go around preaching about this this nation is evil as hell, and this nation wicked as hell, and this and that and this and that. And you ain't doing a damn thing about it. So until you prove yourself a righteous ruler, you can't expect anyone else to be a righteous ruler. Because it's your job to be the righteous ruler. It's your job. It ain't nobody else's job. It's your job. As a nation, it's our job. We got to get away from the different things that have been brought in our community and made us think this is the way that we operate. This is not what we operate, my people. This is not the way that we operate. We're holy people. We're righteous people. We believe in the divine order of things. We believe that a man belongs with a man. We believe that a man belongs with a woman. We don't believe that a man belongs with a man under any circumstances in a sexual way. 
we believe in the sanctity of marriage. However you want to define marriage. And I ain't saying one woman. I'm saying we believe in the sanctity of marriage. We believe that the Most High God made us in his image, in his likeness. And that was the righteous way to make us. We believe that the Most High God is the king of all. We believe that abortion is murder and that murder is wrong. We believe that sacrificing your children unto the fire of Molech is wrong. We believe that molesting children is wrong. We believe that pedophilia is not a mental disorder, it's a crime. This is what we believe. And we cannot let anybody change those beliefs. We can't let anybody take those beliefs from us. We believe in righteousness. We believe in the laws of the Most High God. We believe in holiness. We believe in being set apart. We believe in dominion. Not, not equality. We believe in dominion. We believe that every group on earth has a different level and a different design and a different job that's for them. Everybody is not equal. This is what we believe. And we have to stop letting others change us. Try to fit us into their mold. We don't fit in their mold. And it's a reason that we don't. Why? Because we are the greatest nation to ever walk in the face of the earth. And I mean Israel. I mean Hephzibah. I mean the natives, the Negroes, the Latinos. The Aboriginal. This is what we believe. We believe in the establishment of a righteous nation, not just in the establishment of a nation in general. This is what we believe, and we cannot allow anyone to change what we believe. We believe in the Bible as the anointed word of the Most High God. That is what we believe. Under any circumstances, that is what we believe. And we cannot let anybody knock us off of that pivot. Because that's their goal. Why? They want to continue their rulership for as long as possible. So they're trying to keep you in unrighteousness for as long as possible. Because as long as you're in unrighteousness, As long as you're in unrighteousness, they can rule over you. As soon as you become righteous, they have no power over you whatsoever. You're on the same level as their gods. That's what we must realize. When the Bible says, ye are gods, ye are all children of the most high, but you shall die like men and fall like one of the princes. You got to understand that you are son of the most high God. Them gods that they worship, you on the same level as them if you would ever just 
reach your peak potential. You're on the same level as those gods in which they worship. That's why the scripture says you have gave reverence to these people who, who your forefathers would have never even recognized as gods, but now you call them gods. Your forefathers would have understood that they're on the same level as us, but we don't understand that. We lost that understanding that we are not made like everyone else in the earth. As for the other children who come from Adam, the other ones who come from Adam, they ain't like us. The Most High God made us different, but we must act different. We must choose to be different. Because right now we're not making a decision to be different. We're making a decision to be the same. We're making a decision to be the same as every other nation on the face of the earth. We're making a decision to be unrighteous. That's the decision that we make. We got to change that. We got to decide that we're going to be righteous in any circumstances whatsoever. We must decide, and as a nation, that we're not going to backtrack anymore. Listen, we're pushing forward every day. And we're pushing forward towards a goal of dominion. Not a goal of equality. And not a goal of domination. Not a goal of being more un being more like other nations, more righteous. Not a goal of being able to beat white people. Not a goal of being able to rape white people. A goal of being righteous. A goal of the earth being at peace and being prosperous. As the most high God attended. A goal of us putting the entirety of the earth under the dominion of the most high God by way of the nation of Hepsible. Not in a brute way, in a righteous way. And if some if some force is necessary, then force is met with force. But wisdom will be met with wisdom as well. That's the part that we forget. There's a season of everything, a time and place of everything. Right? Shalom. It's the Najat Nation of That's Lucratic Hepsiba. It's at the Najat Melchizedek on Instagram. Look at my bio. Follow at That's Lucratic Hepsiba. Follow at That's Lucratic Hepsiba. Follow at the Najat Melchizedek. It's a lot going on right now. I shut all down my other social media, so you're going to have to find me exclusively on Instagram, at least for a little while. I plan on going back to Facebook. I don't know. But I, the most I got to leave me when I'm supposed to go back. So long, man. God bless you all. God speed to you all. I love you, Israel. I love you. Help us. Rise and be righteous rulers. Rise and, right and rule the world. Rise and rule the nation first. Rise and rule your household first. Rise and rule yourself first. And then backtrack. So long.